Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, um, I'm sure many of you will remember this horrible, horrific uh, incident. She was a very quiet woman, she was. She always kept herself well-dressed and everything, and she was very quiet. Never had no bad or anything. My Aunt Julia always got on with her, and we're shocked at the moment, like, with everything that's going on. She was always well-spoken, well-dressed, and no one ever had any trouble with her, hassle with her, because she was just such a quiet woman and everything, you know? Here, here, I'd say hi in turn, she'd just say hi and bye, and that was about it. She didn't really say it, you know? My aunt know, knew more of her than I would, because she lived across the way from her and stuff. We wouldn't know if anything like that would happen around her. It's not even that, it's when you're living around close by, you're thinking, like, you know, to yourself, like, it's very shocking, it is. Did you know her yourself? Or? I know her all my life. You know, yeah, I'm living across there now, not 25, 30 years from her. This lady here was saying she was a very quiet lady, kept herself to herself and lived around. She lost her husband, did go back about five or six years ago. Mm. She's living there on her own, like she's bad or no one. I was nice with a smile on her face. Do you know what I mean? Passing, it's shocking, it's been to happen there, like. Do you know what I mean? It's a quiet area, like, as well, so. Well, it happened, especially with Christmas hard for the family and everything like that, you know. It's not hard to take in, like, especially a nice woman like that across the road, I mean. Wasn't a bad one, nobody. Great time for everyone, had a great time for around. I mean, I was at a smile on her face. Passing, loved the the kids and things like that around there. Blessed us. It's madness. She was just such a kind, loving person to all the community here in Twingate. No matter if we wanted a lift or in the street, she'd, if she'd seen him walk in the street, she'd stop up in her car and give us a lift. And anything you'd want, she'd say, come to my door and she'd help you out. We didn't think this would happen around this area, you know. It's such a quiet area and lovely neighbours. We just can't believe her life was taken just like that. And she looked after a lady there that was sick and she'd bring her over and give her her dinner and her tea and she'd look after her and dress her and everything. I just can't understand why such a quiet and lovable person, she didn't deserve what she what she got there. I mean, Jesus, I don't know what to say at all. Right, well, another vigil was held last night in Limerick for the murdered widow in Thomengate, Rose Hanrahan. I'm sure you'll remember that and that was uh, locals responding at the time. Uh, two years on from her death, no one brought to justice and the special vigil was held again last night and many in the community came out not only to pay their respects to Rose but also to continue to highlight the fact that we haven't seen anyone before the courts uh, and uh, Fianna Foyle TD for Limerick City. Willie O'Dea uh, is on the line. Good morning to you, Willie. Good morning, Joe. Uh, so, obviously, the thing on everyone's mind at this stage um, is that no one, not only has been convicted for her murder, but no one's been brought before the courts yet. Yeah, well, first of all, I must, apolo- must apologise for the quality of the sound. I'm on route to Dublin at the moment, uh, that, uh, so the line mightn't be as good as we, we would like. Now, in, in regard to Ro- the late Rose Hanrahan, I was over there last night, and I was delighted to see a very good crowd turn out as usual. You know, it, 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 sort of, it, it exemplifies and typifies the respect and the affection in which she was held in our local community. Now, as you say, nobody has been brought before the court yet, and it has been two years. That is, that, is, that is correct to say. But there are, there are certain difficulties did, you know, 
emerge in this case, let me put it like that. I have kept in touch with the Garvey. I have followed the investigation as closely as I could. And, you know, everybody can be reassured out there that the Garvey have not given up on this, that they are working very hard uh, to bring the proper to justice. Now, I, I'm limited in what I can say, but I can say this. I can say this, that from, what, from the knowledge I've got, from the information I've got from the Garvey, I am quite optimistic. I'm quite optimistic, though, even though it has taken a long time, this case will be brought to a successful conclusion and the person will be before the court, uh, hopefully, uh, in, in, you know, early in the new year, hopefully. No, I can, that's all I can say about that. But I am quite optimistic. And, you know, it can be a very, I can tell you, it can be a very happy day for me when somebody is brought before the court in, in that particular case. And even though it won't bring Rose back, it will certainly give some measure of closure to her family. Okay, well, this this is very important now what you're saying to us today, yes. Willie O'D, because clearly there was an awareness and we have reported on it as well that the chief suspect in this case is not, or we understood was not in the jurisdiction, uh, that the person may well have fled um, to uh, mainland Europe in the immediate wake of this terrible incident. But, but you are saying now from the information you're receiving from good sources that we may see someone before the courts very soon. Well, I can't say how soon, but I mean, what I'm saying is that I am optimistic that we will see somebody before the court. I mean, certain procedures have to be followed. I don't want to do anything that could in any way interfere with or prejudice anything that's going to happen in the future. But my information, and I'm sorry I can't be more specific than this, but my information is that, that uh, uh, the, the investigation has progressed quite considerably and we are optimistic. And indeed, from what they've told me, I would be optimistic somebody will be brought before the court in the coming in the company in 2020 hopefully okay now I mean, the thing is you know um, a crime like this is very frightening for the entire community and for all of limerick it obviously remains that more frightening when the wheels of justice for good reasons as you say at this stage turn slowly of course it does. Of course it does. And I mean, there's no doubt about it myself, and I'm sure all of the public representatives have been, have been approached, you know, in the wake of that crime, you know, to, for, for people, by people who are living on their own for whatever reason, or living, yeah, or elderly people living as, living as a couple, who are literally scared of their wits because of the situation. And, you know, the, the thought that somebody was wandering around there who was capable of something like what happened to Rose uh, was truly frightening. And as you say, what 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 intensifies that fear, that 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 sense of of, of, of insecurity, is the fact that nobody has yet been brought before the courts. But uh, as I say, the person or the, the person who the person who is suspected of this violent, horrible crime uh, is, you know, being actively pursued and is the subject of very intense investigation. And, and it's an investigation. I get to reassure people that has made a lot of progress. And will hopefully result in successful will in success will result in a successful prosecution in the not too distant right. future. And, and is it fair to say that this investigation is potentially an example of why our European Union membership, our membership of the likes of Interpol, is important for the country? Absolutely. I mean, I remember. I remember when I was. One of my first jobs when I was first appointed to actually as a junior minister of the Department of Justice many years ago was to establish was to to, to establish Irish Ireland joining up with Europol, which was uh, the, uh, the, uh, a European European Common Intelligence Agency. 
policy amongst, amongst European countries where they trade information amongst each other as regards, as regards criminals who had moved from one country to the other. I was very proud to be associated with that. I remember travelling over to Copenhagen, who didn't have the, pre- the Danes, didn't have the presidency of the European Council with the then assistant commissioner. And uh, we, we were involved in setting that up. And it is, of course, it is it's absolutely critically, critically important. It's something that, you know, the, the British, uh, or the, you know, they do their own thing, but they, they, they would have to be very cognizant of that when they're negotiating their separate deal uh, with the European Union, having left former membership of the European Union when they sit down to do a deal. I mean, everybody's talking about the economy and the economics and tariffs, except and all these things are huge importance. But the security element, the common security, is also of major importance. And that's something that will lead to a future in negotiations between Britain and the EU. Okay. All right, uh, Willie O'Dee, TD for Limerick City uh, with the Fianna Fáil party. We've done well to keep you on the line there uh, without it breaking down. So thank you very much for that. And thank you also for uh, bringing us uh, some apparently new information on the investigation into the terrible uh, death of Rose Hanrahan. And uh, we mentioned the vigil uh, last night for the 78-year-old. Pat Murphy was a neighbour of Rose's for 40 years and he organised last night's vigil. Ever since she moved into the road, she's um, lit up the place. She's always good mood, good form. Her husband, Mike, good neighbours, good friends, you know. There's a bad word you could say about them, you know. And, um, you know, we, we used to get on. You'd meet Rose every day when you were out in the street, and she'd, she'd say hello to everyone. Always friendly, always friendly for a chat. And always, you know, always there when you needed her, you know. So it was... It was sad the way it happened, you know. I mean, I remember saying hello to Rose the day before, you know. I was passing up the road. And then the following day, the day her body was found, I was walking up the road with my grandchild. And uh, when we came back down, there was a lot of commotion around the house. So you kind of got a sense that something bad had happened. And only for, you know, I was talking to her brother-in-law and he, he was one of the relatives that arrived on the scene because Rose had left something behind uh, uh, her handbag or something like that. So he was calling to see Rose, calling back to give her back the handbag and uh, that's how it was, she was discovered, you know. But it was a shock to everybody was, couldn't believe it, you know. Couldn't believe it was actually, you know, are you sure what you're talking about? Is it, is, is it Rose? You know, that kind of... Um, I felt something had to be done that her memory shouldn't be forgotten, you know? And um, everybody has their own way of, sort of remembering bits about Rose and the family. And I, as a close neighbour, I said, look, somebody has to do something. So we'll keep this going as long as this evil person is caught and until such time we'll keep our memory alive you know and the turnout that you've gotten here today i mean even that just shows even two years later the uh esteem she was held within the community that's right everyone has a good word to say about rose you know young young old you know it doesn't matter you know and everybody was friendly with rose she was friendly with them so it was it's only fair that we keep her memory alive we feel that there's been no closure on this case. Now, hopefully, there'll be. We're always hoping. We've been hoping for the last two years, and hopefully, 
things might change in the next couple of weeks or a couple of months but we just don't know but until such time as this is um, put to put to rest and she can rest with her husband and her family can be kind of finished with all this kind of um, emotion and stuff like that you know it's been a tough time for them you know what's the feeling in the community is there a lot of, like without going specifically I suppose into the case too much the, the, the person you know responsible for this yeah. hasn't been caught how would you describe the feeling is it anger well, is it frustration is it fear it's, it's more um, frustration you know it's um, because nobody has been caught and we we we, we, we know as much now as we did two years ago you know and, and, and everybody's speculating and stuff like that so once you have speculation you're going to have rumours and you know and everything else then is is taken out of context you know so yeah, that's Pat Murphy there who organised uh, the vigil for his neighbour of 40 years, Rose Hanrahan, and may she rest in peace. Uh, Pat was talking to Live 95's Roland Moyles and we'll keep you up to date on developments in that. Call Limerick today now on 461995.